what up <laughs> welcome to another session with me i hope your day is going well i hope you are doing very well you can always comment or send messages no <laughs> anyways so this is a new podcast and we're going to be talking about the holy spirit and me Basically, I'm just going to also tell you who the Holy Spirit should be to you and who the Holy Spirit has been to me. Yeah, I'll be giving a personal experience, although I have a whole lot of experiences, a whole lot. But, well, I can only share one for now. Well, yeah, the Holy Spirit is, I'm just going to be sharing a very, very, a crucial one, like one that stood out in a way. So, yeah, but the Holy Spirit always talks to us, He's always guiding us. Even when we say, I have a feeling to do this, it's the Holy Spirit. If it's in accordance with the Word of God and if it is right, it's technically basically the Holy Spirit guiding us. So, He will never lead us astray. He can tell us, instruct us to do something or not to do something. So, I just want you to know who the Holy Spirit is because I feel like some people really don't know who He is according to the Bible. So I'm just going to be giving an explanation of this. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead. This is because he's the last of the Trinity to be known by us. Though the Holy Spirit is the first to be revealed, he's the last that we get acquainted with because Jesus said to his disciples in John 14, 15 to 17, the Holy Spirit is exactly like Jesus. He does not receive power from God. He is the power of God. Yeah. So what is his name? Go to John 14 verse 26. There's This verse simply implies that the Father will say to the Holy Ghost, Go in the name of Jesus. The Holy Ghost was sent by the Father in the name of Jesus. The Holy Ghost doesn't have a name. His name is not Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. That's just a description of his person. His, his character. The Holy Ghost has no name of his own, but he answers in the name of Jesus. When you call the name of Jesus, the Holy Ghost goes into action. So, he's here to help us claim everything that belongs to Jesus. He was that power that Jesus, you know, was empowered to do, perform miracles and do so many amazing things on earth. It was the power of the Holy Spirit. So now, Jesus has gone to heaven, but the Holy Ghost is here with us. He's here to help us claim everything that belongs to Jesus. Where his heirs join heirs with Christ. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12. The one with whom we are dealing owns the whole world. The Holy Ghost is not the, here to beg anybody. He's here in the name of the seed of Abraham. God Almighty willed the whole world to Abraham and to his seed. So, yeah. The Holy Spirit was not here to beg anybody. He is here by the authority that he has been given by as he said, we are the seed of Abraham, and in the name of Jesus, he's been, he's been called to live inside of us and to dwell with us when we receive salvation. So he's not here to beg, and even then, he won't force his way with us. He won't force us to yield to him, but he would. he's a gentle spirit, so he will wait. He would like, we are to yield to him, we are to want to genuinely have a relationship with him. Everything is a choice, basically. God even gave us a choice to choose between him and the world. God said, you cannot love me and money. You cannot love me and the world. You will put something in higher authority. So, he wants us to seek righteousness first and every other thing will come with that. So, yeah, everything is a choice. Just like yielding to the Holy Spirit is a choice. 
So, believe this, when the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you, you become his headquarters, his center of operation. He comes alive in your body and makes it his home. Ephesians 5 verse 18. God is saying to us here that he desires that we receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit, whereby he fills us with all of his fullness. This is done so that we can experience his power as he imparts our spirits with the divine enablement to live the victorious life. So yes, the Holy Spirit gives us the divine enablement to live the victorious life. So God desires that we have the infilling of the Holy Spirit in us. If you have him in your life, you will hear his voice in you. As the word says, as, our, as we are sheep, we hear the voice of the shepherd. So the word says, the Bible says, the sheep hear the shepherd's voice. So as children of God, we always hear the word of God. We always hear God speaking to us rather. So the Holy Spirit is to speak to us and we are supposed to hear him. We are supposed to acknowledge him. So we need to have a discernment between what is of him, what is of God, and what is not of God. So we shouldn't think everything that our emotions try to, our feelings try to, is of God. No, some of them are not of him. Some of them are, my leaders are straight. So we need to test it with the word of God. The Holy Spirit will never lead us to do something that is not in accordance with the word. And he will not lead us to not do the right things. So there's a, there's, that's where discernment perception comes in so we need to test that with the word of god so the ministry of the holy spirit he's our comforter john 14 16 to 17 so yeah the amplified bible lets us know that the comforter who has been sent to go along with us is proactive by giving us six synonyms of the word comforter they are counselor helper intercessor advocate strengthener and standby so the Holy Spirit is our counselor. Yeah? When you receive the Holy Spirit, he becomes your counselor. He's the one who gives you advice, but the kind of advice he gives is not passive. The word counselor is a legal term which means legal advisor. The Holy Spirit gives you legal advice, he becomes your lawyer. Psalm 16 verse 7. So there are issues of life not expressly dealt with in the scriptures for which you require guidance, but you can hear the Holy Spirit speak to you. You can walk in his counsel and make the right choices and decisions in your life. Act 11, if you want to go to the Bible, Act 11, 11 to 12. So yeah, the Holy Spirit can instruct you on what not to do and what to do. Because he is your guide, he's your counselor, he's your counselor. So he's also our helper. The Holy Spirit also helps us. When you don't have the right to say anymore, I don't have anybody to help me because the Holy Spirit lives inside of you to help you. He's our very present help in trouble, Psalms 46 verse 1. His presence with you is something you need not to doubt. Because he's with you, you say, thank you Holy Spirit, I'm not alone. Because you're never alone, because he dwells with you. He's our intercessor. If you go to Romans 8 verse 26, you see that you should understand that this is different from speaking in tongues. When you are speaking in tongues, you don't know what you're saying because it's your spirit talking. There are times when you find yourself crying or making loud groans. At such times, you're actually unable to articulate what you have inside in tongues or any other language because it's too deep for words. That's the Holy Spirit making intercessions for you with God. So he intercedes for us to God. The Holy Spirit of God intercedes to his people. Intercedes for his people rather. 
through other believers too. He doesn't do it all by himself. He needs to do it through us. He heals the sick and leads men and women to Christ through us. That is very true. He does it through us. So he's the one that gives us that groaning in the spirit to pray and intercede for other people. Because as we grow in our relationship with God, we become more like him. We care for what he cares about. So the Holy Spirit is there to intercede with us. So he's our advocate. The kind of intercessor the Holy Ghost is to us is that of an advocate. A counsel for defense. He speaks on our behalf. He defends us. The Holy Spirit is someone who engages our adversaries, someone who comes right in the middle of the heat and takes charge with us, not someone who watches from the background as, as we grapple with forces and circumstances that assail us. No, he comes in front, in the middle of that situation and takes control and he over, he's always victorious. He doesn't watch as our enemies come to um, stop, um, eat our flesh. No, he comes in the midst of that by the power in the name of jesus he comes in the midst by the power of the holy spirit we are able to overcome several situations he's our strength now the reason he strengthens you is so that while he's taking his own step to ensure that everything works out right for you you're also participating actively in the process since he has to function through you if you have the holy ghost in your life weakness no longer describes you no wonder paul said when i am weak then am i strong In other words, when he was bruised and battered, broken down by outside factors, he was made even stronger by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is amazing. Very true. The Spirit strengthens with might our inner man. Very, very true. You can cite that in Ephesians 2 verse 16. The last one, amazing one, the last one actually is the standby. The Holy Spirit which is is our standby, which is so beautiful. When you run out of everything, your strength, information, ideas, options. There's a standby, the Holy Spirit. And He never fails. When things fail in your life, He shows up. He's your standby. When the Holy Spirit gets a hold of your body, He will energize every fiber of your being. Everything that wasn't functioning right in your body will suddenly receive life. The Bible says it's by the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, not another one that resembles Him. That is the same Spirit that is strengthening you. When the Holy Spirit takes over, he will give life to your body. He will energize your spirit and supply you with the necessary requirements in knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Is that not amazing? So that's who the Holy Spirit is to us. I hope you learned so much about that. And I hope you you are enlightened in the spirit about this. So yeah, my personal experience is going to be short. Like about last week, I was feeling really down about several things. Just pained and overwhelmed by several things. And so, yeah, I was in tears, always crying. So I had this urgency to talk to God. I just aired out my heart to him. Just several things that had been going on. And, and I just needed to, you know, tell him about it. So I talked to him about it. And I just told him, I just want all this pain to go away. You know, pain of trying to deal with certain things. And it's not going away. It's not going right. So, yeah, the next day I was still in tears, you know, almost depressed, crying and all. So... Yeah, the whole, and God is so amazing. There were several things that I read that day that he led me to, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that he led me to to read, and they, they strengthened me. Things that just spoke directly to me, and I'm so grateful for that. Also, on a, on a Sunday, that was last week's Sunday, I woke up and then I saw like a short brief note from one of my group chats about who the holy spirit is to us and what he can do for us and after reading that i just felt this and you know this encouragement this strengthening this zeal to want to go speak in tongues so actually i didn't go to church that sunday my family 
so I just decided to go downstairs to my pad in my living room and speak in other tongues so I just started speaking in tongues in that moment I felt edified in my spirit speaking in tongues is very essential for every believer every Christian in Christ it's very important for us to speak in tongues because it's, it does so much for us we can have encounters in the spirit we can grow to do so many things that we couldn't have done you know normally if we yield ourselves to the spirit so yeah as I spoke in tongues, I began to laugh in the spirit, and this is very true. I began to laugh in the spirit. I became energized, and I felt that joy that I was yearning for in my spirit. And I just began to praise God and thank Him for it. It didn't even take me time; it was about thirty minutes, and there was so much, so much impact for me. So yeah, after service that day, I was already filled with that joy and that you know zeal, that electrocution. I don't know; it just was just amazing. And I went to my room, and then the Holy Spirit still led me to lead to the, um, listen to a song from the day by I Am Day, and it blessed me a lot. After I had listened to that song, I felt joy overflow. That song was just so amazing. He, he I really didn't even know I had that song on my phone. Actually, it was just I downloaded a, a song from their album, but then you know that thing where you download other songs from the album too, just to have it on your phone. But I found that I, before I. I wanted to download it. I just felt like, let me search it on my phone and be sure I have it on my phone. Then I saw that I actually had it and I played it and I was so overwhelmed with joy. I've I even actually posted it on my Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I posted it and I was just like so thankful. And I said, yeah, you can be filled with joy overflow. And that kind of joy cannot be found in anything but the presence of God. That kind of joy comes with yielding yourself to God and, you know, letting him take control, surrendering to him and, you know, just being in his presence, singing to him, worshipping him. That kind of joy comes through that. So there's a lot of impact and there's a lot of progress and a lot of experiences you can have in, in Christ. Beautiful experiences, actually. So, yeah, I hope you are blessed and you learned a whole lot of things from this podcast. And, yeah, I'll just... Yeah, basically, that's it for today. I'll be telling you more, 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 more beautiful experiences and other things. And I would love for you to leave your feedback. And I hope you were, you learned a lot from here. And I hope you were encouraged. So until my next podcast, stay blessed. Love you. Yeah, see you soon. (laughs)